You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into a Friday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you'd like to get in on the show with us this morning. We'd love to have your phone calls. We got a lot of calls yesterday. And, uh, guys, uh, we don't have many gal calls, but uh, girls, but uh, ladies. I'm sorry, but uh, we welcome some ladies' calls. But uh, called in and... Told some of their experiences, maybe with Coach Saban. So if you want to do that today, we would love to have that happen. Uh, 205-342-9904 is, once again, is the phone number. The X accounts at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. And the email address for the show is wimpandbarry at yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone, and you can take us with you anywhere you go. There also is a chat button on there, and we get a lot of messages throughout the show we got a lot yesterday so we appreciate that so much got justin jones uh behind the glass taking great care of us this morning uh just a quick announcement about high school basketball um the schools here in the city are virtual today uh so all after school activities are canceled so the north ridge uh at bryant game today will not be played uh and so we move that game uh, until January the 29th. Uh, so if you want to watch the Northridge Jags, you can watch them tomorrow against number three-ranked Helena at 3 p.m. over uh, at Northridge. And I know, Barry, we're going to have some possibly severe weather during the show, so I'm going to do my best to kind of keep us informed as we go There you go. So we'll keep you informed with all that. So uh, there's a lot to dig into this morning. I got a ton of questions for Dad about uh, Nick Saban's interview with Reese Davis. But before we do all that, we'll let him give you uh, what happened last night. Good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? I'm doing okay. Let's see now. Some time ago, Coach Sanderson said, and they made fun of him, they laughed at him, and they whatevered him, uh, that Tommy Reese, uh, one of these days, could be the new coach at Alabama replacing Nick Saban. Oh, and then when the SC, when the offense went bad, oh, they made fun of me and all. I actually told you that that wasn't going to happen at that point. Everybody tells me that, and I don't know that it is. I'm going to tell you who I think it is, but I'm not going to tell you. But yesterday, because of convenience, Tommy Reese was one of three people interviewed by the athletic director at Alabama. So don't – I know more than you think. So anyway, that's enough said. So you're not Uh, not senile? No, I'm not senile. Justin, do you think he's senile? Justin's shaking his head yes. No, he's kidding. He said no. Oh, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'll just try to roll you Nick up. Saban? I talked with a friend of Nick Saban who is a friend of Nick, of uh, oh my gosh. the agents. Well, pretty interesting. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. No, I thought you were going to say a friend of a friend's cousin. Yeah, and, and um, 
knows uh, the uh, what's uh, Jimmy John? What's the agent's name? Jimmy uh, Sexton. Jimmy Sexton, his his mother, and um, most. And I learned last night before I saw it today that uh, he was going to have an office at Bryant Denny. Uh, that's where he'll be, and he said he could fuss at you all the way from Bryant Denny if you needed to. So that's where his new office will be. He'll be separated from the coaches. Um, Kaylin DeBoer, athletic director, is gone. She's gone to Southern Cal. There's another little thing there. Mike Nor- Norvell is the most ridiculous thing that they did to Florida State that I have ever heard of in my life. Everybody in America is cheating. Everybody in America is buying players. They suspended the, the assistant coach for three for three years. They stopped them from using NIL money for the next year, uh, which they're trying to get a program back. And everybody in America is laughing because they decide that uh, Florida State did something uh, worse than anybody else is doing it time and time again. Absolutely. I don't care whether you like Florida State or whether you don't like Florida State. It's absolutely stupid. Boy, do how do like you? That. What do they do? Uh, they they gave some money to a person. The guy was in the room with him or something when they when they said he would give him the money face to face. Is what I understand. And then we got the guys cheating like crazy, trying to figure out how what how much money they got to get. This team is fighting like a Dickens to get their players back because of the, the players that were coming back said, "I don't want to go to Florida State. They can't. They're not good enough to get in the Final Four. And now they get they losing their recruits, and now they do this. I mean, it's it doesn't make any sense to me. Okay, Cadillac Cadillac's gone. There's been a rift sometime at Auburn uh, uh, between he and some of the offensive people and head coach Cadillac's now not you got problems down there. I'm telling you, they on light freeze. Yep, you're right. Um, so um, again, that that's to me those things are important. Uh, FAU is a good basketball team down there. They beat Tulane last night. The only reason I say that is that the UAB goes down there Saturday Did you see what happened at the end of that game? No, I didn't. I'm sorry. So uh, Tulane is up one, and the Florida Atlantic is coming the length of the floor. And with .4 seconds, the guy went up to shoot a three, and the guy came across, and they called a foul. And so points. Uh, four seconds. He hit two out of three free throws to win by one. Ridiculous. Yes, he did hit him though. I think it like he hit him. So yeah. stupid. Uh, okay, uh, UCLA get this one. They had to fight like the Dickens to get beat ninety to forty four. Mm. So um, that's I'm not, I know no people are not interested in basketball scores, but that is interesting to see how far down they've gone. And Illinois, Michigan State is not having the kind of year they generally have. They got beat by Illinois. Said to 168. So, um, Cadillac thing, the the talk goes on about uh, who the uh, new football coach is going to be. You're welcome to call in uh, right now uh, for your information. I'll leave it like that. DeBoer and Mike Norvell, who I don't know if, 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 the, if the deal was going to hurt him as far as getting a job or not. And Tommy Reese was interviewed yesterday. I, I thought it was kind of interesting because I had mentioned that. I got killed about it. But, he uh, it could end up being a fallback candidate. He sure could. I, I have said before, and I'll say it again, 
is either going to be a head coach with a good record that you know his name and ready to go with him, or it's going to be a very good assistant that people have, do not know. He falls in that category. Uh, we'll see what happens. That's all I got, B. Um, Take it on. How many times does the coach leave and everybody is sad, like so sad that he – that very – I can't think of too many times. I probably when Coach K decided he wasn't going – but usually you outstay your welcome or something happens and you leave or you get fired or – uh, you're losing, and it's time to make a change. When Joe Paterno left, nobody they were ready to get him out of there. They weren't sad. Uh, they were sad about what he did or did, didn't do. Uh, can you can y'all name five places where the, everybody was like just? I'm talking about guys that had done elite, the big time things where everybody's just sad when they pack it in. And you think it's not? You start to think, start to think about it. Think about it in football. Can you name a couple others? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure that they were real sad when Coach K left. To be honest with you, but uh, the Duke uh, people. No, I mean I don't think the people across the country were. Uh, Justin, can you think of a place where they were just really sad at that football? Maybe LSU when Nick went to Miami. Yeah. Well. And like you just said, we know Patriots fans are sad that yeah. Belichick and maybe though that thing was spiraling. Well, they gone five years and, and can't win. They, yeah, they weren't that sad. Thing was spiraling they were, they were, out of yeah. it was kind of spiraling out. Not well, like well, maybe not sad, but just reflecting yeah. on that. Uh, Seahawks fan. I'm a Seahawks fan. Pete Carroll leaving that was kind of sad. I know he had an emotional press conference. I'm not too familiar, but the coach. With the Bulls and Jordan's run, when oh, he hung uh, it up, was that kind of a sad ordeal? I can't remember. Probably. Uh, you're talking about, uh, oh gosh, what's the game? Coast the Lakers. Uh, anyway, it'll come to me in a minute. Um, all right. Well, the reason I say that, that is, I, I really believe uh, sometimes when a guy leaves, and I know people don't understand this, uh, you and I would, but when a guy leaves, Deep down, like deep down in his soul, uh, Justin, he really doesn't want that program to be successful. It's, it's successful sometimes. Like he wants it to look like, hey, everything that I did was better. I think Nick Saban generally wants this program to continue to flourish. I think he felt, he, I heard his interview, we'll play some of it, that he said the hardest thing was to talk to Caleb Downs and Malachi Moore and tell them that he wasn't coming back. Uh, so well, I do, he, uh, he, he actually when he was heading in before he had two speeches to make, he called his wife mm -hmm. uh, to make the one that he made. But uh, when you, when you, it, it's a little bit of a struggle to walk in there and, and really want to stay, but no, you shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it takes guts to do what he did, uh, to be honest with you. So my question is, when he said he's gonna have an office over at uh, the stadium, is yeah. that is that a is that a good thing? Yeah, uh, it is. Okay, I, I think it is too. And I, in in a lot of situations, I don't like with Nick's with Steve Spurrier hanging around. See, I don't think no. he wants the guy to be successful. I think Coach does. Is that a is that gonna help? Greg Byrne and his negotiations with people saying, hey, Nick is going to be right there with you. He's going to help you with the current team. He'll help 
help you well, with the but is that a help i think I the answer to that thing is that not it's not said like that it's said that nick is there for you yes if you want to go across the highway across the street down the road to see him he is there for you he can answer your question he is not an interferer he is not coaching your team uh he'd be happy to answer what questions he can but he, uh, let me say this to you he's not going to answer too many of them He's not going to be the one where the newspapers picked up and said Nick Saban uh, told so and so to do this. That's not that. That that's the, the. He's going to be helpful. He's going to be in the in the neighborhood when he's there. He's got the two places that he's going to be doing what he wants to do. Uh, you know, they're making a big deal out of uh, him being on on what stuff with Reese now at uh, morning thing. I quit watching. Uh, I hope he is to get rid of. Who's on there? But uh, um, I think a lot of this stuff is wait and see. Yeah, well, in his interview, he said, hey, I, I ain't getting up every day and watching Netflix. I got to have things to do. So sure he, he he, he's going to the media. I think he's going I think he's going to be on game day. I really do. Uh, and so, and he's like, you know, I got my, my other businesses. Um, but how long, though, how long does he keep this office over there? Like, is it is it going to be hard for him when he sees somebody else in here running his program and things kind of start to unravel a little bit? How will he take that? He'll go. He'll go to one of the two houses. <laughs> he'll leave town. He will. I think he really genuinely likes Tuscaloosa, uh, and his wife does, and all the things that yeah. they've done. And so I think he's does want to keep the office. I would normally say keeping the office. Is a bad thing, but his golf, his golf is not in Tuscaloosa, son. Uh, he 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 doesn't. He he'll he'll have the people he wants to play golf with be somewhere else, but he doesn't have time to stand over a putt and somebody uh, drive by and blow a horn. <laughs> uh, he he doesn't want to. His golf is going to be with the two three with the people he likes to play with. I'm, what I hate was I played in his golf tournament all these years. And I guess I get knocked out of that, so the new coach won't know. Don't know anything about me. No, they'll say he was on the list last year. Uh, so you think it's a good thing he's going to have an offer at the stadium? Oh, I think it is. Sure do. So I think if you were the new coach, if you were the new coach coming in, that would be a positive for you, not a I negative. Think it, I, I think in this particular case, it is. I don't think it is for other people at at other places. I think this is a unique situation because he's a unique guy, and he has done. Look. You're not ever going to you're not ever going to catch Nick Saban, and uh, what he is what he's done with six national championships. It, it ain't going to be possible. You're not going to catch Bill Belichick ever, ever. They're not going to be caught. So he's not worried about somebody overtaking his legacy. He is there for them to help them uh, because he likes to live there. If you if you stated he's not going to play much golf there. He's not going to be where I, I just you know. There, there are people calling stuff. I tried to study this stuff last night. That, that absolutely, this one guy called that cherished an autographed picture of him. I mean, he went crazy. He was he was willing to sell it. For, I forget how much. He, 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 he just he cherished it, but he wasn't going to sell it. But uh, yeah, he, yeah. He, he, I didn't want to poo poo on the guys that were calling us yesterday, talking about that they sent him an autographed picture and. You know, uh, of course, that's a very nice gesture, but those letters come in, and literally he hands to the secretary and says, right. 
and she right. and it goes from there. Now, if he gets in right. his car and he drives to wherever you are and he comes in there, that that's a gesture. But hey, to send you that, this, that, and the other, it's nice. But uh, and, and it meant a lot to them. But um, everybody, everything, everybody that called in for Coach Bryant stuff, and he had somebody handle it. Willie Billy Matters handle it down to uh, in the basement. It's, it's it's handled by somebody. He he uh, certainly sends a, anybody something that needs to be sent uh, and, and recognizes it. But um, it, it's a little bit different than than I, I don't. I want to give him full credit for everything. I don't want to get on here, but it's a little bit different than, than John Q. Fan things. Yeah, I agree. All right, we got phone calls coming. We'll get to those uh, when we get back from break here. Royal Cleaners, they want to make your life easy. Get your cleaning all uh, ready. They'll dial this number, 205-391-0034. They'll come right to you. Pick it all up. Take it, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. If you want to drop off, no problem. Three locations, University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, and Norport, or 4851 Rice Mine Road. Uh, you got a lot of uh, Mardi Gras parties coming up here in the Tuscaloosa area. You got to get all that stuff cleaned up. So call Royal today, 205-391-0034. You're just a tied 100.9 is the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We have picked up a couple of early morning breakdowns. One of them is blocking the left turn lane along southbound Greensboro Avenue at Skyland Boulevard. The other one is going to be in the Foster's area. You're going to find this eastbound 2059 near the Holly Springs Lane exit. That one, though, is on the shoulder of the road. No lanes blocked, and we are noting any major backup in either location. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Friday morning. Stillman College is receiving a portion of a $100 million grant from the United Negro College Fund. President Yolanda W. Page went to Clark, Atlanta for the announcement of the unrestricted grant program that's backed by the Lilly Endowment. The money is part of a $1 billion initiative by UNCF's capital campaign to enhance endowments at historically black colleges and universities. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more. Don Hartley Townsgrove Media, Tuscaloosa. Cashback is not available on gas and... Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly cloudy and windy today. Showers and thunderstorms this morning. The storms could be strong to severe. The high 64. Clearing and much colder tonight. The low 28. Or tomorrow and Sunday, the sky partially sunny both days. Highs between 44 and 47. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 56 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Alabama fans are all over the world, and we are too. Download the Tide 100.9 app right now in the App Store and Google Play, and take the Crimson Tide everywhere you go. We want to thank Yellowwood Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. Go to yellowwood.com to find a dealer that is closest to you. And always remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, 
then you don't want to. I got several phone calls here. We're going to knock them out one at a time, get to the Yellowwood hotline, get Philip in. Good morning, Philip. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. Hope you're good. We're good. Hey, um, I was going to uh, mention one thing that sort of is I don't really quite like in all this is um, when a coach retires, like like Alabama's going through right now, but when a coach just has a normal career change due to retirement or, or health or something like that, and the portal opens up for 30 days because of that, I think that's I think that's horrible. I agree. You already get you already got a portal that lasted thirty days the other day, and now you got another one coming up in May. But because a guy's retiring, there's another portal. Yeah, just uh, they're doing it because I now I will say this: the freshmen that are here, once you attend the first class, you're locked. Like you cannot leave. Uh, so the, the, all the freshmen that are here that have gone to class. Uh, they got to stay here a year. Uh, so uh, there's no wiggling out for those guys. So Julian Sayan says, oh, my right. gosh, he's locked in. He And the only way he could get out is if Alabama let him out. So uh, so that is one That's that is one situation there to where you don't have to worry about this. Now the guys that obviously haven't signed, Ryan Williams, those guys, uh, you know, they are. In, but once you attend that first class, you're that's in. it. You're in. That's it. Yeah, I just I think that's just uh, not a not a great thing. I don't think that's really even um, a decent a decent rule right there. I, I just don't like that. Nah. But um, you know, people retire. Uh, yeah, people get sick. Well, it's back to the subject. Is, is today going to be the day? And Coach Sanderson was the first guy I thought about. Last night when I thought when I saw Reese's name mentioned a little bit. <laughs> now, if that happens, you knew I was going to mention that, didn't you? Philip, if, 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 if they hire yes, Tommy, if they hire Tommy <laughs> Reese, I'm going to go ahead and let y'all know I'm taking next week off. Right? <laughs> he will be floating in the skies uh, as well. He should. <laughs> hey, hey, well, hey, Coach. Well, well, here's one for you. The other night, I got in on Ryan Fowler's show. I was off uh, Wednesday night. And didn't have to go to work. Yeah. And I called Ryan Fowler's show, and my dark horse candidate, and you you guys probably going to laugh at me, is Eli Drinkwitz. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. I thought about that. You know why? Personality-wise, he'd be terrific. You know who else could be a dark horse candidate? Ryan Day. Uh, Ryan, Ryan Day. You know, he, he, he hadn't beat Michigan. They're kind of tired of him over there a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he's a tough guy. Well, uh, Drink's a good coach. He's he's got a fantastic personality. Yep, he's smart as hell, and he's good to listen to. Yeah, which is what Alabama's had for seventeen years. A guy that's good to listen to. And if you can win at Missouri like that, you're doing something right. Now imagine what he could do if he got the players that you get at Alabama. And I don't. I think. Oh. I think he would embrace coach being over at the stadium. Uh, you better. I think he'd be an excellent choice. I t- Ryan told me now when I called in, Ryan said, Philip, he's not even on the list of the top 50 candidates. And I told Ryan, I said, I get it. I totally get it. I understand it. But knowing how Nate Oates works, we didn't, I mean, not Nate Oates, Greg Byrne works. Nate Oates just sort of fell out of the sky. Rob Bone just sort of fell out of the sky. Yeah. 
So well, there's, just, a, there's a, you, you know, like I wasn't yesterday. I said why my opinion as to why I think Alabama won't hire Lane Kiffin. There's another guy that does a show later in the morning that kind of criticizes, but he gives an opinion that it should be Lane Kiffin. I'm not saying what you know Lane's problems. You can't clean up your problems. This that, and the other. I'm just saying for Alabama. That knowing this place like I do, that he's not going to be the choice. Now, I could be dead wrong. Uh, well, and the reason well, why. I told a Georgia friend of mine last night at work, he, was, he, was, he asked me who I wanted, and I said, my personal choice is Lane Kiffin. And he said, well, you can't, you know, they're not going to hire him because of his, you know, the way he is. And I said, hell, I said, they're not hiring a Methodist minister. Yeah. Yeah, but they're not well, just. They're I mean, a football coach. Yeah, but you got you're more than a football coach at Alabama. You are. So well, the, the problem you have there, and I, I'm not don't try to think I know everything. There is a lot of problems behind the scenes that we don't know. Uh, I know a little, but not a lot. Uh, <clears throat> it's uh, it, somewhat negative. I would agree with you. I think personality wise, he'd be you know he he could handle a yeah, job. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. I don't mm-hmm. argue that. There's, there's some stuff that's happened behind the scenes. I think that. I, I I think I, I think they want to satisfy Coach too. I mean, I, yeah, I don't think sure. I don't think Coach Saban is going to make the call. Yeah, I don't. I think he's going to say. But they want to satisfy him absolutely because yeah. he, he built this yeah. monster here. You're going to bring some fool yeah. in here to break it down? No. Yeah, I just I just think that's a big key. We forget that. You know, we say he's out, but yes, so we lean. They lean on him some. Here, here's the two choices I got. What do you think about you know what about this or who you think's the best assistant football coach ever that doesn't really have a name? Uh, mm-hmm. You know those kinds of things. When a guy like that, like Nick Saban, retires, when do them checks stop coming? When you retire, is it? <laughs> when the checks? He doesn't need the money, but when does that nine, no. ten, eleven million stop? I told him. I told him one time. The only thing I said to him, laughingly, I said, it's "Only you only need one thing. You need to be able to have a, a twin-engine plane at your at your possession at all times because you're going to want to go a lot of places." <laughs> well, he's going to be a, he's going to be a great recruiting coordinator. Yeah, so well, we'll see. Hey, it's it's going to be a three dog night this weekend. Y'all guys keep your dogs warm and let them keep you warm. All right, all right thanks, thank you, Phil. Yeah. All right. Uh, back up to the uh, Yellowwood Hotline, and we'll go to uh, Tom. Good morning, Tom. Hey, Tom. Good morning, Coach. Morning, Bear. How are y'all this morning? Good. You okay? I'm good. Thanks for asking. Uh, Barry, your game is at at three at the home court tomorrow. Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. Good. Uh, you know, Coach. Uh, part of this uh, radio stuff is uh, fun in the respect that you know people make predictions and Ugh. all this kind of stuff, and we hang around and see if they come through, and then when they do or don't or whatever, <laughs> that's it's right. All in fun. Yeah. And you know, back around Thanksgiving, you said that about uh, <laughs> uh, Coach uh, being his last Iron Bowl, and yeah, uh, that that was interesting, and and. Uh, and then uh, they created a little bit of uh, talk, and, and but but you know something else though. And, and when I heard that, you know his office is going to be at the stadium. Is that correct? Did I? It is. Correct? Yes. It is correct. Yeah. Yes. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? And, and, 
And, and that, that office represents another prediction that you made and some advice that you gave to Coach Saban personally. <laughs> and it was about having access to the Jets. Yeah. And yeah, you brought that up with Phillips yeah. just a minute ago, and, <laughs> but that's the reason I had called in. And, and, you know, that was a great piece of advice because when you're <laughs> scattered between Georgia and Florida and you know, your friends with Tiger Woods and JT and yeah. uh, Coach Sue Sewell who right. goes down there and plays golf with all them and and, and you know, uh and, and to have access to that jet is, is very important. And uh Tom he don't want Tom, he don't want to go to the airport and people are knocking him down no. and go sit down in in there. He wants to be he wants to go on a private plane. And Tom, you That's know right. and coaches want everything free. They want it free. Well, so he can get it he can get it free. Can well you? actually he's paid for it already. Yeah, Tom yeah. Well you're really right, you're right. It. By his work ethic, no doubt. Uh, and I'll tell you something else too. It chaps my rear end that these people that's made all this money in real estate over there in Tuscaloosa, they don't give one freaking red penny to Nick's Kids Foundation. Yeah, They should be ashamed of their self. They have right. gone over there and watered around in cash like they never thought was going to be possible. And their bank accounts is so full, there's been banks built left and right over there. And so you can't drive down the street. In Tuscaloosa, I don't care what street it is without going by a freaking bank. And uh, everybody's got one. Some people got three. And, and, and you know what? You think they would get up off that fat-ass wallet of theirs and give one dollar to these kids? No. They've been walling around in, 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 in money and everything. I, I'm, I'm so sick of them, I don't know what to do. What about y'all? Yeah. Man, well, How do you know that I'm giving Nick's kids? I watch the foundation's uh, donor list real close. Okay, I didn't even know they had a list that they put out. So they do put that out. I got you. No, I'm not, I know you usually don't spew it if you don't know it and you hadn't seen it. So I just didn't know how it worked. I didn't know they had a donor No, list. I, I got to take that back. I made that up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't, but, you don't know. Well, you know, I look at the pictures of the uh, bank. And, and you know the big donors are there, and they always make sure that they um, they get uh, recognized and and stuff like that. But I'm saying it ought to be a lot more uh, uh, for what he's done the community. And and the subject of the uh, conversation was this: you know he uh, he likes things free. Well, you know he's given way more than he's taken. Way more. Yeah, can you imagine a new coach going to call up there and say, Listen to this one, Barry. You'll love it. But the new coach is going to call up, Tom, and say, I need to take that plane to California. Up, coach has got it down in Jupiter. Uh, That's exactly what the conversation would be. (laughs) And you know what the new coach would say? Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. But listen to this one. Yeah. There's 123 kids have come from Alabama and went to the NFL or currently in the NFL right now. There's what? Since Coach, since Coach Saban has come to Alabama, there's been 123 kids that left Alabama and went to the NFL or currently in the NFL. Not all 123 are in the NFL right now, but that's how many 
that he uh, has sent are either active in the NFL or have been active in the NFL. You know the one. Do you know how much money that 123 people have uh, represents in terms of payment from the NFL for these kids? Just take a wild guess. <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to even start. Two point two billion B B B billion dollars. You think he's giving some people some stuff? Yeah, yeah. No doubt. Two point two billion. Think about that. A hundred and twenty three people. Yeah. He's uh. I like to fell out when I saw that. The guys, and then there's the ones that didn't make it, but I bet you they got great jobs because of, uh, you know, coach trying to create value for them and give them their education, and uh, he probably taught them a lot of work ethic. Don't you think, Tom? Oh yeah, I, I mean, look, I, I, we, we say it all the time on here. It's unbelievable uh, how he goes about his business and and the success he has. And everything else. I, I mean, just I, I just can't think of anybody that could do. And I'm not talking about football. I'm not talking about football. I'm talking about the other thing. Yeah, the you one know, guy in the NFL. The, the one guy in the NFL that drives me nuts is uh, Najee Harris. They yeah, had an interview yeah. with him, and he they were asking about, and he calls him Nick. It just makes me cringe oh, yeah. when he calls him Nick. He just, me too. Mm, 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 yeah, mm. I mean. It, it's something about those, uh, well, nothing. Uh, right. just, just some people just, you know, they don't get the respect angle and because they think that lowers them for some reason. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Tom. Love the show. Thank See you, Thanks, Tom. All right, back down to the Yellowwood Hotline. Good morning, Pat. Hey, good morning, guys. Coach, I just want you to know that they, there's two coaches that I want at uh, Alabama, and both of them know who you are. And I'll make sure every time I talk on the radio that I mention oh, Coach Sanderson and what he did and uh, that you have people in the NBA or that were in the NBA that have more rings than anybody else. And a big <laughs> shot, Bob. I mean, there's all kinds of folks there that you, you've coached and have a great, great legacy, man. Don't worry about them not knowing who you are. Coach. Oh, I didn't worry about that. I was just laughing. No, I don't even remember, know, remember you, saying you that. Playing on those. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, uh, hey, but Lane, Lane knows who you are, and Dabo sure knows who you are. Yeah. And uh, that uh, and and I reason I keep bringing up Lane, and everybody keeps shooting him down. But Lane, if we get Lane, all of Lane's players that he just got out of the portal guess what they're back in the portal for 30 days and one of them's walter nolan and the thing about it is with lane also is that if we get lane ryan williams who is a generational talent i ain't kidding y'all he's a generational talent but and no one player is bigger than the program but if you got walter nolan and him to come uh and ryan back into the fold hey this could be a great, great run. Oh, and I realize Walker only Pat. has a year. Pat. What? Go ahead. Tell me what you want. They're not going to hire. Lane. They're not going to hire Lane Kiffin. Why? Pat. No. I went over all this. It, it's, the, it's the only logical choice. Nick Saban. Nick Saban. It, you would be spitting in Nick Saban's face if you hired Lane Kiffin. 
Lane, Lane, hey, Lane has roll tide on his bumper sticker over at uh, on campus at Ole Miss. Lane's a clown. He's a good coach. Lane, hey. He's he posted a picture last night of the uh, Oxford Airport. He's a detention seeker. That's not. It, it's it's a new wave. I get it's totally different, and I think Lane can handle the job. But there's a lot of things that went on here, uh, Pat, that people are not going to forget. I'm just telling you. I, and now may, maybe I'm wrong. And I think he could handle a job. I think he probably would do a good job here. But I he would do a see. great job, but not a good job, but a great job. I don't see it. But maybe I'll eat my words. Hey, hey, hey look, it's going to be hard to get him from Texas. I mean, I'm talking about Stark. But it's, it's going to be it's going to be one of three. It's going to be Stark, Lane, or Dabo. I don't think it'd be. I, don't, I, it'd be. I, I would say it's not going to be any one of those three. But we'll see. All right, Thank guys. You, Pat. Hey, all right, but hey, I want Walter Nolan. Come on now. All right, Pat. <laughs> Pat, Pat wants to hire a coach based on having a couple of different players. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you, if it's if it's Tommy, you will never heard such. If it's Tommy Reese, I'm retiring with Nick <laughs> Saban. I'm gonna get me an office at the stadium because I ain't listening to all that, Justin. You know how much he. You weren't on the text group we had with uh, somebody, but when that thing went down and he retired, <laughs> he Dad was feeling himself. He was letting us know that he had already announced. Why is everybody so shocked? I told him two months ago. <laughs> uh, on the app, a similar message here. Uh, Hick says he'll burn his degree if it's Tommy Reese. Yeah. Who said that? Hick. The only thing about it being Tommy Reese, but for, okay, here's what happens, and then we got to get to break. You start going after all these people, and you can't get them. Uh, you know, you think this is everybody. This is a great job, but people ain't just dying to come follow Nick Saban. The, the guys that you want, uh, right. Sark ain't probably Lane Wood, but you're not going to hire him. Tommy Wood, uh, Dabo, eh, uh, you don't know. Uh, the guy at Oregon already said no. The Washington guy is he really a good fit? He's never recruited in the South. You tried that with Harson, bringing him back over to Auburn. I know Auburn and Alabama aren't the same. Is that he was in NAI a couple of years? I mean, and all of a sudden <laughs> you sit there. It's like when Mark Godfrey got the NC State job. All these people turned him down. I was with Mark. The guy called his agent and said, "If NC State offers Mark this job." Will he take it? We can't have anybody else turn us down because he was good friends with the AD there, and they said yes. They said the plane will be there in two hours. Uh, and they never even called Alabama to find out why, what happened here, this, that, and the other. So when you start losing, guys, and the clock starts ticking, those things can happen. And you know they would keep all the staff in place. Nick Saban would support this guy. He wouldn't be scared of him. He'd be so thankful. You could keep everything intact if it was Tommy Reese. And I'd be a genius. And you would be a genius, and I would be retired. <laughs> Two men in a truck at a 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. It's local, out of town, out of state. Let the professionals handle it. Give them a call today, 205 205- Two four seven five zero five zero. Tell that guy he may have to start burning his degree. You listen to Tide one hundred point nine to see home of Alabama sports. Tide one hundred point nine traffic. 
Tuscaloosa traffic now from the towns of Nissan Traffic Center. For whatever the reason, this is turning out to be a pretty busy Friday morning. Latest problems, a crash involving an overturned vehicle westbound 2059. This is at mile marker 57. That puts it a little bit past Holly Springs and Foster's. However, we're not seeing a whole lot of backup there as of yet. Also, if you're traveling eastbound 2059 past Holly Springs, we've got another accident there, but that one is out of the roadway. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. All right, uh, let's turn our attention to another topic real fast. Let's turn it down to uh, Auburn, Alabama. What What is going on down there? Now, Cadillac had like a three-year deal, and they doubled his pay down there. Uh, you've had the defense coordinator uh, say the culture was not good there. He bolted and went to uh, Florida. The offensive is that what he said? Yeah, the offensive coordinator – got fired uh now you got cadillac saying uh you know you don't resign you don't whatever you don't do that uh when you're making probably a million dollars a year you probably got a three-year contract something's not right down there right now with with the family uh am i right about this they got to get this thing this this train's getting off the tracks fast down there well i think you've got a you've got a crosswind there uh, between part of the staff and the head coach. You always have somebody that's it's for him with a staff that big, and you always have somebody that's against him. But the ones that are against him are, are more so now than they've ever been because it's been a me and I deal uh, for him uh, trying to cover himself when they get beat. Uh, the Mexico State thing was a, tr- a tremendous bad deal in the in the in the meetings that they had uh, not good at all because that was just a joke game and then you turn around and for whatever reason you don't play well or don't do very well in the bowl and then you blame that on your own you not being there uh, and you have you have to understand folks that not only do you have coaches Barry knows this not only do you have coaches talking you have wives talking and uh, you have, you know, have, you have dissension among wives and coaches. And he said this, he said that. And it, it it becomes a mess. And Barry's right. There's something down there we don't know about. Yeah. Also, I thought it was interesting when Coach went back. To, and of course, now uh, a guy that uh, guards Coach said guards is security guy. He's a buddy of mine. And yeah. uh, but anyway, they sent a picture of his office and you know said this is kind of the last time you ever see the office like this and so they evidently they've already cleaned the office out yeah. uh that that to me that made me sad, sad. yeah that that part you uh, don't need to be there to see it yeah so i don't know you know they took some stuff down the stadium i'm sure you don't have an do office. That. i'm sure he doesn't have an office that big down there people are saying they should have kept that office as a shrine and let no. people tour it as a, as a museum uh but you can't do it it's right there in the middle no. of the football complex but uh just talk about that uh, well there there are, there are things you have to cut yourself loose 
you have to cut yourself loose from that. I, I went through the worst time in America. I did it myself because of my situation. It's a brutal death, 30, after 32 years. So it is, uh, everything takes on its own personality as far as leaving. And with him, there is a, there is a, you know, there is sadness and so forth, but it's also, there is a, there is a line that has to be drawn. And that line is that, yeah, we've got to, we've got to move stuff out of his office. A lot of this stuff will go into the office at, at Paul Bryant uh, at the stadium. Uh, the other stuff will be taken home. Um, but uh, he personally is not going to be uh, driving over there for coffee. Um, I mean, will, that, will he go back over there today? He has no office now. Oh, I think he'll probably go uh, maybe just to... Loose ends, maybe if he. Had I mean, what I liked, to. he said, I felt like I need to go back. I, you know, I wanted to be there. I don't think people have a real understanding. Like these assistant coaches are in limbo right oh, now. Yeah. So he wanted to meet with each one of them, uh, those analysts. How can I help you? Uh, because whoever they bring in can bring their own people. So Tommy Reese, these guys, they have no idea. Now, how does that work if they don't? Well keep these guys, they still get their contract, right? As I said yesterday, don't tell me, because I know that the defense coordinator knew in advance. Mm-hmm. When he got out, he got out knowing that there was going to be a, a change there. And uh, so he didn't want to be, you know, he didn't want to be in that mix because, you know, his name would come up as, as the new head coach uh, and then probably not get it. And uh, it would be, you know, it would be a a pretty big mess. So I think I think Coach stays away, and as we've stated, they come to him or call him or ask him about this or that. Um, uh, I, I, I laugh about uh, and the guy that, that said he he designed he sell his stuff if Tommy Reese got it, and I don't know if Tommy Reese is going to get it. But you know, somebody that's familiar and, and stays. Uh, and is in charge of the quarterback again next year, probably is a prospect. I don't know he's a prospect that's going to get it, but I think he's he's certainly, uh, if you want to make prospect, to me, he's more of a prospect than Lane Kiffin. Yeah. You remember when Jim Herrick left UCLA? They went through all these guys, and they couldn't get them, couldn't get them, couldn't get them. What did they do? They end up settling on... uh, uh, Steve Lavin. Uh, Steve Lavin ends up, you know, just kind of a fallback guy. He ends up falling back into his job. Um, how many guys will say yes to Greg Byrne that you were going to be, that's going to make the Alabama fan happy at the press conference? Uh, I think, I think Greg Byrne has it at two that he, that he thinks it's down to. And my, and I don't know which two that is exactly. But I think he's got it at two, and um, if if number one doesn't take it, uh, he he doesn't need he doesn't need for the coach to sound like he got the job because five people turned it down. Now they're going also they're going to start out by saying Dan Lanning turned it down. Well, Dan Lanning Dan Lanning wasn't wasn't in there. Dan Lanning didn't turn it down. Would it would he would he have would he have been a prospect probably? But he got himself out of the running before they they didn't call up and give Dan Landing any, any contract information. 
Uh, yeah, evidently, uh, a guy that, I don't know if he knows, they, they kicked the tires with Dabo to see what his interest is, but they've moved on from that. Is that what you're hearing as well? Uh, I hadn't really heard a whole lot about that, whether, whether that's, that's the case or not. Dabo is, uh, I don't think, you know, he knows the situation pretty well. And, you know, it, it's like everything else. Some like you, some don't. <laughs> that's the way life is. And when they when he names the coach, some will like it and some won't. Well, and, there's uh, certain people that don't want Dabo, but if you have A and B and C start turning you down, Dabo is starting to look a lot prettier, uh, you know, uh, because he can handle the job. I think he's a little bit too sensitive. He's a sensitive guy, uh, and they will cut you to shreds over here, but uh, – I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what happens. All right, we'll take this uh, break. Keep the phone lines wide open, 205-342-9904. Coach sat down with Reese Davis. We got that as well. We can play some of that and comment on that. You listen to Tide 100.9. see home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the towns of Nissan Traffic Center. For whatever the reason, this is turning out to be a pretty busy Friday morning. Latest problems, a crash involving an overturned vehicle westbound 2059. This is at mile marker 57. That puts it a little bit past Holly Springs in Fosters. However, we're not seeing a whole lot of backup there as of yet. Also, if you're traveling eastbound 2059 past Holly Springs, we've got another accident there, but that one is out of the roadway. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Coming up, Coming up on the game with Ryan Fowler. Coming up on the Friday edition of the game, presented by Brian Harden Construction. We'll feature some great guests. We're going to talk a lot of Alabama Crimson Tide football. What will be the latest? Will we know something by 2 o'clock? We'll have you covered wall-to-wall starting here on the game on Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The longest-running sports program in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler. Weekdays from 2 to 6 p.m. on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Trust your Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise great Southernwood was two coaches, Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly cloudy and windy today. Showers and thunderstorms this morning. The storms could be strong to severe. The high 64. Clearing and much colder tonight. The low 28. For tomorrow and Sunday, the sky partially sunny both days. Highs between 44 and 47. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 57 degrees in Tuscaloosa. 
best station in the state, breaking down Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. That this was the right time to retire. No, I don't think there's any good time, especially when you're a coach. Because once you're a coach, you think you're going to be a coach forever. But I actually thought that uh, in hiring coaches, uh, recruiting players, uh, that my age started to become a little bit of an issue. People wanted uh, assurances that I would be here for three years, five years, whatever. And that got harder and harder for me to be honest about. And to be honest, this last season uh, was grueling. Uh, It was a real grind uh, for us to come from where we started to where we got to uh, took a little little more out of me than usual and you know when people mentioned the health issue it was really just the grind of can you do this the way you want to do it can you do it the way you've always done it and be able to sustain it and do it for the entire season and if I couldn't make a commitment to do that in the future uh, the way I, I think I have to do it um, I thought maybe this was the right time based on those two sets of circumstances uh, that, um, like I said, there's never a good time. Uh, but I thought maybe this was the right time. So there's no there's no illness. It's just the grind and the gruel of the season. Yeah, there's no illness. Miss Terry's fine. I'm fine. Um, but it was the can you sustain mm-hmm. the season, you know, from just a, a mental grind standpoint. Um, and I've. You know, when I was young, you know, I could work till two in the morning, get up at six and be there the next day and be full of energy and go for it. But when you get a little older, that gets a little tougher. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that. All right. Uh, there's coach. Uh, you know, he said, which I don't know, he said he got the phone with Miss Terry. They had a meeting at four. And they had talked through some things. And he said, I hung up, and it was 3.55, and I had five minutes to decide which speech I was going to give. Mm. Uh, how true do you think? That? I mean, I'm, is that, I mean, they pretty much, he had decided which speech he's going to give. I know he didn't make that decision. Or did he make that decision in the last, in that five-minute period there, saying, I think it's just time? I think the difficulty was unbelievably hard. Yeah. I think it was more so than people realize. I think the difficulty of, um, I know the difficulty of me packing my stuff at Coach Bryant's office has cried for weeks, but uh, difficulty for him, I really believe that he went. He came down to the last half of the ninth with two out, trying to decide what, what he wanted to do. Um, once you go in and, you know, he did not have, he did not have speech number three is that if things go well, I'm going we'll be here and we'll make have a good season. Leave it open like that. He had speech that he either staying or going. And uh, I think he I think he came when he hung up Miss Terry. I'm not one hundred percent sure she knew what he's gonna say. Yeah. I I wanna throw this question out. We'll answer it. I'll have you answered in the break. Um when he said, you know, I started getting asked how long I was going to be here. People were using it against in recruiting, and I didn't want to lie. To, I mean, he didn't say it like that, but I didn't want to lie to anybody. I want to be honest. It made it more difficult, more difficult. Uh, 
do you owe that to a recruit to be completely honest with them when they say, because if you say, hey, I'm, a, I mean, I'm, I'm year to year now, man, uh, you're probably not getting that recruit. Uh, how The battle of that, I want to talk about that when we get back. This is a Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the towns of Nissan Traffic Center. For whatever the reason, this is turning out to be a pretty busy Friday morning. Latest problems, a crash involving an overturned vehicle westbound 2059. This is at mile marker 57. That puts it a little bit past Holly Springs and Foster's. However, we're not seeing a whole lot of backup there as of yet. Also, if you're traveling eastbound 2059 past Holly Springs, we've got another accident there, but that one is out of the roadway. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Eddie Garcia. And some breaking news from the NFL, where the New England Patriots have already found their replacement for legendary head coach Bill Belichick. The team announcing this morning they have hired 37-year-old Gerard Mayo as their next head coach. He had served as linebacker's coach for the Patriots under Bill Belichick. In the NBA, five games, Bucks beat the Celtics 135-102 in a battle of the top two teams in the East. Thunder crushed the Trailblazers 139-77, the 62-point win for Oklahoma City is the fifth largest margin of victory in NBA history. Mavericks get 44 points from Kyrie Irving, beat the Knicks 128-124. Suns over the Lakers in L.A., 127-109. And the Cavaliers knock off the Nets, 111-102. Donovan Mitchell, 45 points for Cleveland in a game played in Paris, France. College basketball, we had an upset Santa Clara, knocking off number 23, Gonzaga, 77-76. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. We on? We are. I I just... uh... I just got an important message from a very, very, very close friend uh, in Texas. Been a friend for a long time. Sark last night uh, signed a contract extension to stay at Texas. Hmm. So Steve Sarkeesian got a raise because of Nick Saban. He, he, Nick Saban just made Steve Sarkeesian more money. Uh, you know, Steve Sarkeesian's wife wrote a pen, you know, thing yeah. th- talking about Coach. And, of course, you know, Coach has made – he brought back Steve Sarkeesian from the dead, uh, to be quite honest with you. Andrew Kniffer, he's my Allstate insurance agent. Let him become yours over at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. Give Andrew and his staff a call. They'll set you right up. 205-722-9201. Andrew Kniffer, all state insurance is the absolute best in this area. All right, when recruits say, when you're start, you're seven, he's what, 72? Uh, people, you know, you don't want to go play for Alabama. Coach Saban's not going to be there. I mean, he, he may be there for your freshman year. You're not even going to get on the field 
people start using it against you in recruiting. Ooh, do they? <laughs> and so coach goes in there and they say, well, man, we just had Florida in here. They say you're not going to be – What? What's? how long are you going to be? Can you commit to being there for four years? And I think coach is a pretty honest guy. I don't think he – wants to tell you he is when he was I think that that answer started getting harder and harder uh do you owe it to the recruit to be honest if you don't completely yep. know how do you answer those questions when you're Nick Saban my plans are to be there yeah I didn't answer it my Le- plans are to my, my plans are to be there regardless of what they say my plans are the only time that coaches that's out and out loud is when he told them at Miami that he was not coming to Alabama he yeah did. <laughs> but that's okay. So. Well, I bet he feels a little. I bet he feels bad about the freshmen that just enrolled here and went to school, started his class because he probably, you know, they're not going to have the opportunity to be coached by him. Uh, but you, there's never a great time. I mean, eventually that's going to happen, uh, and you're always getting recruits every year. So I'm sure he. And he talked about talking to Caleb Downs and Malachi Moore, which we talked about in the first hour, how difficult that stuff was. All right, let's get to the Yellowwood Hotline. Bring Super Joe into the show. Hey, what's going on, partners? How you feeling, man? We're good. How you, both? Hey. Man, I'll tell, tell you what. I mean, Oak Hill State went time, but you got to look at 17 years, six national championships, seven actually, one with LSU. Let's not discount that. But I'll tell you what, I had a bad dream the other day. I'm a, can, I, can I be honest with you? Sure. Man, I had a bad dream, man. Okay, I knew Coach Hill was going to retire one day. Coach, ain't nobody going to be here and stay for no ever. But I had a bad dream. To guess, who, guess who got the dang job as Alabama's next football coach? I had a dream that J.B. Whitworth came and took the job back. And, we, and he said, Barry Whitworth, we're going through a couple of 0-12 seasons. And that's when I woke up. <laughs> yeah, you, you need to walk it up. Yeah, you need to take. You need to go back and take some more medicine. That was a bad dream, Super Joe. Yeah, that was that was a bad dream. I said I don't. I said, man, I'm just gonna be honest with you, but shoot, but now I'm be honest with you because I'm gonna say this. A lot of coaches, okay, when Coach Saban got the bar raised so high, let's be honest. A lot of coaches rather come and come in here and clean up monkey crap, than sit up there and then stand up there and roll with the expectations of a dynasty. Let's Especially when they pull up that schedule next year. Good language. Well, let me let you know something. We're not dealing with King Kong or Duncan. We're dealing with Scar King right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, let's, let's be honest about the whole thing. We're not dealing with that t- Anaconda no more. Cause I found out the Anaconda wasn't the biggest snake. In the, in the, in the, in the, I'm, I just found that out. Really? Actually, it's the Titanoboa. Really? That's a hundred foot snake. That's a hundred foot snake, but it's extinct. But they say it got rediscovered in 2009, a little bit before we won the national championship. And then they got one that's a number two. That's called, I can't, I can't call off the top of the head right now. That's like an 85 to 95, but that's an extinct thing too. But they said there's, there's things out there bigger than anacombs and pythons. And that means the Titanoboa might just not be as extinct as we thought or the, or the, uh, the torches or whatever the second one is. Because, you know, actually, Anaconda is actually the third biggest snake, quiet as kept. It's just not in America. You're talking over my head now, Super Joe. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it like this. Okay, but right now, okay, what I'm saying, what does this snake thing got to do with college football? Right now, we got something bigger than Anaconda because the college playoffs has extended. This is Titanoboa business. That's what I'm getting at. There you go, baby. And I'm... That's what I'm. That's what I'm rolling at. And because right now, I'm be honest with you, ain't nobody gonna dominate like that no more. 
because it's going some of that national championship coming going to be in the Big Ten, Big Twelve, you know, um, Pac twelve and SEC a little bit because right now coaches would rather come in here. I don't care what nobody say. A coach would rather come up here and clean up monkey crap than stand up here and, and sit up here and raise the bar. Yeah. That's just the way it is. Look at the look at three things. Okay, look at three coaches. What did Coach Stone have to do when he got here? He had to clean up the monkey business. What did Coach Bryant had to do? He definitely had to clean up the monkey business. And Coach Saban had to do the same exact thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the way all three of them come. That's where all three of them got in common. They all had to clean up before they got things rolling. Okay, before they got the engine rolling like the way they needed to roll. And see, and the whole point is right now we're in a we're in a predicament. That coach who comes here is going to be in a predicament. That's why, okay, Steve Sarkeesian didn't want to take the job. That's why um, Coach Lanning didn't want to take the job. Oregon was smart when they heard this same retirement. All these places that Alabama they knew Alabama was coming. What they did was let's double up the coach's money. Let's give them a raise right now. Yeah. Move. Yeah. That's what they did. That was smart. I don't blame them. If I was an Oregon fan, I'd be trying to keep lining. If I was a Texas, I'd be trying my best to keep, okay, Sarkeesian. Because right now, nobody, ain't nobody crazy enough to come to Alabama and not be national championship ready because you'll be a fool. That's like going to war with a <laughs> teaspoon. You're saying a lot there. Yeah, thank you, Super Joe. He said a mouthful there, and I think he's right. Uh, them guys ain't coming to Alabama. That's why I try to tell people, like, Dan Land ain't coming. Why? It's Alabama. Because you don't want to follow the guy. Uh, wh- which job is bigger? Uh, the New England Patriots or the Alabama job, Dad? Well, I think um, when you say bigger, what do you mean by that? Uh, what's the word bigger? I mean, I don't know. What's, what's a... What's a bigger job? Uh, I mean, they're probably equal, correct? Well, I, I would say nationally. I would say nationally, the NFL is Na- on a national basis. Uh, the people in the people in uh, in Connecticut are more interested in, in NFL than they are Alabama. All right, Justin, which which job's bigger? I I agree with Coach. Really? Only only partially. Okay, y'all are helping my point. Y'all are helping my point. Okay, well, right, then I'm so about you... to not help your point a little bit. I think in the context of right now, because as we talked at the beginning of the show, Bill Belichick's had a bad couple of years. Yeah. The Alabama job's bigger because they're bigger shoes to fill for Okay, seven. all right, now. So y'all agree it's close. So you said Alabama, New England Patriots. Uh, New England Patriots just went out and hired who? Somebody you ain't got no idea who he is. Gerard Mayo, who was playing there and just got through playing in 2015. He was the inside linebackers coach for three years, and he is the new head coach of the New England Patriots. Why? Why would they hire him? They're New England. They can go get anybody. Really? Nobody wants to follow Bill Belichick. Dad? I don't have the answer. No, I'm saying, but could that happen here? You keep going, 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 and then you got somebody here right here. Tommy Reese is in place. All the staff's here. The players are comfortable with them. Coach is here. Keep, let's keep the band back together for one more year. Is there any chance they could fall back? To, if the New England Patriots can hire Gerard Mayo, then why can't Alabama hire Tommy Reese? I mean, Tommy Reese has only been here a year, though, right? Like you just said, John, man, I think it was actually five years he was a linebackers coach. It's okay. still a wild hire. It's a, but You would not think that they were going to Gerard Mayo, somebody you don't even 
like you might know who Gerard Mayo is, but I guarantee you 95% of the people had to Google him when he got the job. Uh, is there any difference in that, Dad? Any difference in what now? If you were to go get Tommy Reese as compared to the, the <laughs> New England hiring Gerard Mayo. No, no difference. Yeah. Tommy Reese has been here about two years. One. One year. I mean, he bought Tyler Buckner. Well, you bring you 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 know that you you keep things in you keep things in perspective. Um you make you make you make darn sure if it's not him that he keeps he keeps Tommy. Because they the quarterbacks like him. He's done a good job regardless of what everybody says. He's done a good job. And uh, he knows what he's doing, and he needs to stay. So uh, that would be one of the questions that you would say or ask or tell the guy that you're going to hire if it's not Tommy. I'm not. I'm not saying. I, I, I don't think Tommy's out of it personally, but uh, he may be, and maybe he he's probably not even a candidate. But I'm just saying, I, but if you wanted to hold everything yeah. together. It, this is kind of a bad way to say it, but you know probably the chances of the first guy yep. following Nick Saban right, is probably not going to make it, Justin. Uh, I mean, he's just not. I mean, let's be honest. So why go pour $10 million a year into some guy that's going to – or give this guy, you know, $5 million and see if it works. And if it doesn't, then the well, next time you probably can go get the guy you want. Well, the guy that the guy that takes it is going to want a contract, as I have said yesterday, that enables him to be have plenty of money and double his money if he takes another job by being able to keep the money after they fire him in Alabama. That's a key. They'll go in one ear and out the other, some of my listeners. That's a key, that's a key deal. <laughs> yeah. I think... I'd be willing to make a sizable bet that regardless of who the next head coach is, Alabama's in the 12-team playoff next year. You don't know what roster they're going to have. I don't. I'd make okay, that Okay, if they're not. You don't need to make that bet real high. If you look to their schedule, if you look to Alabama's schedule, if they're not, because we know, now look, we had people grumbling about Nick Saban this year. You know, I mean, we had the most unrealistic crazy fan base. I mean, it's because they love it. Crazy and don't know nothing. Uh, and they they were getting on Coach Saban. They're getting on Tommy Reese. He ain't even got here. He ain't even unpacked his boxes and they're getting on him. <laughs> Can you imagine what they're going to do to this guy if he doesn't make the 12-team playoff? And with that schedule, that ain't given. And so Coach went to the playoffs every year. There's only four then. You can't get in there with 12? Mm, I don't know. I'll run them out of town, and we'll be having the same conversation next year. But I'm just saying, like, the first time, you can't really get the guy you want. The next time, hey, you can. Let me tell you something, folks. A known coach who is successful, and he's leaving a, leaving a good job to come to Alabama, is going to knock them naked and hide their clothes money-wise. I mean, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna want a bunch of money. He's going to want a pile of money. And that's not Greg Burns' style to pay a pile of money. The uh, the assistant coach who Coach Saban says, this guy can do it. This guy's, guy's, I'm not saying Tommy necessarily, but if if they've got a list of assistants, and he does, and Coach recommends this guy and leans on him and they visit with him and they like him, 
then yes, it's a move up for him. These other guys, uh, it, it's a it's a new glamour form, but also they're leaving a lot of money, take getting a lot of money, but they want to be darn sure they get it after they get fired. Is Mike Loxley on the list? Uh, I don't know. I doubt it. All right, uh, Frank from Charlotte uh, went to the app message, sent a message. Yes, <laughs> coaches owe it to recruits to be honest. This is why those mocking, of course, he's in Charlotte, so he knows this. This is why those mocking Coach K's last year, in contrast to Saban's exit, are really admitting that they dislike K more than they care about the welfare of kids. I hope our football recruiting post-Saban stays at the same level Duke basketball recruiting has stayed at post-K. I'm not optimistic. Uh, so uh, there's uh, someone <laughs> who says you need to be honest with recruits. Uh some coaches say, just tell the crew what he wants to hear. I, it don't matter. We'll, we'll figure no, out how I don't he gets think, here. I don't think you do that. Some uh, coaches I, do. I didn't say it was right. No. Just tell him what he wants to hear. Like, hey, he can get this in NIL. That happened when they talk about how much these guys are going to get in NIL. Well, and I, get I, the only thing I'm going to do is that if I'm going against him, I'm going to come, I'm going to come in and wear out that in a nice way. I'm going to wear it out about whether he's staying or not, because yeah. I'm trying to get the kids. All right, we got the other goat on the line, so we're going to take a break, and we're going to get back to our other goat, and that would be Coach Sonny Smith. You listen to Tide 100.9 is the home of Alabama Sports. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly cloudy and windy today. Showers and thunderstorms this morning. The storms could be strong to severe. The high 64. Clearing and much colder tonight. The low 28. For tomorrow and Sunday, the sky partially sunny both days. Highs between 44 and 47. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 57 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Tuscaloosa Toyota. Go to TuscaloosaToyota.com. Look at all the new inventory, the used inventory. You can schedule a service right there, man. They got the 2024s out there now. Those Grand Highlanders are hot. They got a lot of great options on the trucks. Uh, the Camry is always a great buy. Uh, the Rav is a great buy. Uh, so get by there today. See Justin, see David. Tell them that Wimp and Barry sent you. Nobody better here in this community than Tuscaloosa Toyota. All right, we've been talking about goats all morning. Let's talk to another goat here. Get to the Yellowwood Hotline. That would be Coach Sonny Smith. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Sonny. Good. Hope you guys are. Sonny, would you have any interest at all in the Alabama football job? Yeah, I've already put the flyer. I've already put the flyers out. And no, I'm not I, getting. I, a, seriously, honest. I'm question. not getting a great response, though. <laughs> I don't understand that. Let's say huh? you're, let's say you're one of the top coaches in college football. And you're making great money. You got a great job. Would you Would you take this job right now after and follow Nick Saban? Uh, if 
I had a great job and the money was right and possibilities of continuing to win, uh, I don't believe I would. Yeah, why? But a young why. guy, a young a young guy with uh, up and comer that's just doing terrific. Uh, knows that he's going to be great down the line. It's a perfect job for that kind of guy, but I doubt they will hire somebody like that. I say they'll go for an experienced guy with a great record. But can they get that guy? You know, I was telling Dad. You, like, you're talking about taking yeah. over for Nick Saban being, being yeah, maybe like, a, a negative. Yeah, yeah. That uh, it's you know when Shashevsky went out, they hired the assistant there. Uh, it's hard to go get a guy because he doesn't want to come in and fight because there's no way to follow what this guy's done, right? Uh, it's virtually impossible. That's that's correct. That is correct. Only guy with a tremendous ego and a love for money that uh, shows up more than uh, the other things. Is is a kind that would uh, take the job, yeah. And uh, there's a tons of them out there that would though. Yeah. When you're looking, uh, I guess you could possibly say this is the best job in the country. Is is there a, is there another that would be a uh, a, a, a some, some along the same lines as the, as the number one job in the country? Have you all talked about that? Is this the number one job in the country? I would say yeah, with the. Support that you have around the facilities, uh, the university. The I mean, yeah, Dad. Would you say it's the best job in the arts? One of them. One of them. No, I wouldn't say one it's of. the best. You would not say it's the best, Wimp. No. Yeah, I don't reason, know, but that, I would it, say that. I would the outside say, looking in, it is. I would say that as long as the NIL deal is the way it is. I think yeah. the NIL. I yeah. think there are there True. are places with there's so much money. True. Uh, that the NIL would, would overtake Alabama. That's my opinion. NIL is going to change recruiting for sure, isn't it? Already has. Already has. You're exactly right. And yeah, I, I don't, I don't know that there's any way of backtracking and catching up and getting this thing under control. I don't even. I don't even know. No, this, I don't. I don't it. even know if this is true. But they were talking about a couple freshmen, uh, basically told coach that they had needed to get better NIL deals. Or they were going to transfer, and that's just not the for a player to have that kind of power. And coach probably looked at them like you ain't done anything. What do you? But these guys are hot commodities. These players got a lot of power now, don't they, coach? Uh, oh yeah, situations. they were they were they were starting to get it when the NIL thing came in, and now I'd say uh, it's it's more so than ever before. And uh, you've already seen this in the last two years transferring of great players to other programs uh, more so than probably ever saw it before uh, bigger names transferring uh, they may have been transferring all along you didn't notice it because of notoriety of the name or whatever the guy that transferred but i i would say yes this is uh th- this is a big thing it's got to you got under control and this may be one way that they look at it i don't know i want to ask you i don't know how much you've been following all this but hugh freeze um Offense coordinator fired, uh, defensive coordinator uh, went to Florida, uh, which Florida is right now not a very stable situation. Uh, Cadillac Williams resigned, uh, one of the favorites at Auburn at all time. He had a three-year contract, so something's not right there. You have Hugh Freeze, uh, California, they score a couple touchdowns. He says, yeah, well, I called those plays. They get beat in the bowl game. He says, well, I was spending my time recruiting and not on the game planning. He's going to call his yeah, own plays now. To me, he doesn't take responsibility. Uh, and that 
that turns assistance off. That that gets a lot of friction there in those in those rooms when the guy kind of rolls you under the bus. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the way I see it. I want to see how you. Well, how you especially do. Barry at a place like Auburn. Yeah, I mean, at another job, maybe that would just be overlooked as a head coach taking over. But here, it doesn't. It, it doesn't look that way. Yeah. And uh, I, I think the even the talking about it hurts him. Whether he does it or not, I think will hurt him. But he he, uh, he jumped right out there and took responsibility. So maybe he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Were you surprised Cadillac resigned? I mean, I don't know if he was told to resign. Or... I, do, I was thinking that uh, this job was, his name was too big for the job that they had him in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cadillac is the man. He's a, a, a few freeze and Cadillac walking down the same road. Who are they going to talk to? But you know, that, do you walk away from a three-year contract when you're making a million a year or whatever you're making? Wow. Mm. Listen, uh, listen. Yeah, I, I would say no. I would say no. But now Cadillac, you don't know what he's what kind of position he's in financially because of the play and mm-hmm. the things that have happened to him. And because uh, I think I think he's got a burning desire to be a head coach. Yeah. yeah. And I, I doubt if he were to stay at Auburn that he would be the next guy to look at or that already had him in a higher position. Aren't that? Yeah. Yeah. AD is, does AD, the new AD, of course, is from Mississippi State. We've had him on our show before he we went to Auburn. I've, he- I've kind of hesitated since he since he is there because I didn't want to start anything. Uh, what do you. I've met uh, him. He's impressive, but I don't know what kind of yeah. job he's going to be able to do because he's faced with a lot of different problems and most all of them in a football program. Yeah, well, all your all you guys that re- gum your food at night, they all talk about that stuff a lot. Called gumbers, not as much as uh, not as much as you would think. Uh, uh, it uh, it's very rare that you find more than one guy in a group will be uh, against something that Auburn's doing, but the other guys that jump right on. Very rarely do you have a group where the, everybody's everybody's on fire about whatever Auburn has done. It's a uh, it's a pretty tight. Well, you know it for over the years. It's a pretty tight situation. Yeah, Talk they, about uh, it, but nothing happened. Switching switching streams. I'm telling you right now, uh, they go into they go into Arkansas and they be, they knock them naked and hide their clothes. That basketball game. I've never seen anything like yeah. that. And of course, Arkansas quit. And all, all they did. I've never seen I've never seen an Arkansas team quit before. But that's and they went inside. They went inside. Killed them inside. How good yeah. is how good is Auburn? Well, I've said all along, if they had a back to the basket post player uh, that for the presence in the post that made the defense have to change to guard him, uh, that they could win the whole thing. But uh, and then again, you say, well, they do a tremendous job of running different guys in the post and post them up. Like Janai, they run him in, then they run somebody in. Jalen Williams will come right behind him. They they will post a number of guys. And uh, the, the only guy that doesn't have much of a post presence is Dylan Cardwell, but he is a great passer out of the post. He, uh, they don't when they go into him, it's going to come back out. It's going to come back out to somebody. But the other guys, when it goes inside, it's going up, and because he's he's posting like three different guys, and uh, the the three different guys are good post players. What makes Bruce Pearl? Now, what makes Bruce Pearl so good? I think his communication. I think the way he, 
I think the way that he uh, gets with players and, uh, and, and calls them into his office and talks with them, I think they buy in. And I think it's the way that he talks to them. I think there's a great deal of trust in, in him. Uh, and uh, he uh, he does a terrific job in practice. You know, you know, uh, you and I both have done it before. Just stop practicing dog cuss everybody. He doesn't stop practice for things like that. He'll he'll get a little angry over something, but he makes he keeps the practice flowing. And uh, I guess because of that, the players have a lot of a lot of faith in him, and uh, it uh, uh, it 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 shows up on the court. I, I I look at it every once in a while, and I say, who out there is not doing their job? And I always, and I look down and I say, well, KD Johnson occasionally, but KD Johnson's getting so much done, you have to overlook some of the things that he does. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Back to Coach Saban. He's going to have an office at Bryant Denny Stadium. Is that a good thing or a bad thing for the new coach? I think it's been done before. It was done at Auburn for Pat Dye, I think, for a long time. And was I that, think a, was that good. a good thing or a bad thing at Auburn? For the next, for the you know, I did. I never heard a negative on it. Really, I never heard a negative. I don't know. I think. Uh, I think it depends on the attitude of the head coach. Is he job scared? Does he see that guy as being a problem? Uh, I think they'd have to have a lot of long talks. I don't. I don't think it's just something you jump out and do and make the head coach just adjust to it. I think you'd have to have some long talks and see that that was all right with him. Yeah. Uh, well, it's already decided. I, I think, it's already decided. <laughs> so whoever they get is going to have to be, o, be okay with it. Uh, and uh, one of our callers brought up a good point. He said, well, if he's still kind of working with the university, he can use that private plane anytime he wants. Uh, guys like that like them private planes, don't they, Coach? They don't like to go down. Well, I, need, I, needed, I needed one this week to get a, <laughs> to make a speech in Johnson City, Tennessee. I couldn't get anybody. They say, Sonny, who? <laughs> I got I got no invitation to say yes, honey. Come on, we'll carry you down there. You should have that drive you. He'd have drove you up there. Yeah, Lord have mercy. When you got there, you'd be shaking so much you couldn't make a speech. <laughs> you know what? His he was a great coach. He's a Hall of Fame coach. But let me tell you what his his real his real lifestyle should have been as a NASCAR driver. Really? Yeah. I'm telling you now. He speed. He he is. Uh, he is really known for for how well he can drive. He's Hold not, on just one second. He's not good with directions. Does he just put us on hold? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Right. We have we have family visiting with us, and I had to tell him goodbye. Where, yeah, where were we buried? Where were we buried? <laughs> we were talking about his NASCAR driving. Oh, I think I'm telling you now. If, uh, I know you won't ride with him because you you you've seen you've seen the whole act. But that that boy can drive now. Yeah, he's he's has great respect. Has great respect for the car in front of him. He's real. He's a real. <laughs> By the time he gets by him, he's already cussed him out and bumped him. Well, well, the best part is, is he's just so so patient. Like you know, if you you got to be really patient, and live on two eighty. He's very patient. Don't, when you call him a patient driver. Yeah, he's really patient. I don't like I don't <laughs> like red lights. I don't like red <laughs> lights, barking dogs, and crying babies. How about uh, uh, how about somebody doing that's the make- short list? What's your long list? How about somebody doing their makeup at the light? Oh, <laughs> oh I've, I've I've seen him go off on that before. Oh, I have not. Y'all, you guys just y'all just killing time. You, his uh, his language changes when he gets behind that wheel. His language changes also. 
<laughs> you never hear him but really cut the guy or something, but now you put him behind that wheel. He becomes a different animal. Oh, yeah. So you're full huh? of craps of Christmas goose. Take a hike. Uh, oh, Barry, Barry, what do you think, Barry? Barry you don't back know. Barry ain't never with yeah, me. I never well, seen he Barry. Has he ever said this to you? Go on, go on to the yeah, go on front, to the car in front of him, and then oh. lay on his horn. Not, oh, I don't lay. Why do y'all do I'll this? I go with that one too, Barry. Yep. Yeah, he's a horn layer for sure. No doubt. Uh, <laughs> no doubt. I tell you, take a hike. Hey, by the way, have we talked anything about basketball? Answer some question. One question for me that I'm I'm worried about. Who are the good teams in the SEC? Jump, jump over Kentucky and tell me. Uh, Kentucky's good. Auburn's good. Alabama's good. The other two uh, already have two losses. It's, it's going to be uh, – they'll be good, but they better get going. Um, uh, Arkansas with two. A&M with two losses. That's bad. The surprise team, the surprise team in the SEC at the present time is Georgia. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I'm surprised as you would say that. I said that on another radio station. But I wasn't sure because I'd only seen Georgia play one time. But I I was like, man, they win. They win. There must be something the way he does things. Yeah. Auburn had a surprise. Ole Miss is somewhat of a surprise, even though they got clobbered. Uh, Tennessee is also a team that's – I think it was, oh, maybe they just lost once, so I don't know. I think well, if they get okay. if they oh, get shooting, if uh, they get shooting at other than Ziegler and one other yeah. guy, uh, yeah. I can't call his name right. right. They they're really going to be special. Connect, I'm thinking he is. Yeah, Connect is, Connect is really good, special boy. player. He I really think. is, boy. He is good. God, he's good. You know, you Connect. put he and the Nelson kid from Alabama up between one another. Who's the better player? Connect. Yeah, Nelson. I'd say connect too, but it's really close. I tell you that Nelson guy is really good for Alabama. Uh, he hasn't played well yet, but he probably is capable of doing so. But I'm telling you right now, right now, connect is and that and that down the stretch when they're trying to catch up against Mississippi State. Oh he yeah, is, he is. He took he, over the game. He burned it. Yeah, he's good boy. You know, uh, we all used to uh, we all say we can't win without a great post player and a point guard. Talk you know, some teams, huh? Yeah, what you they say don't do that now. There ain't no post players no. much. No, no, the, they're, they're, they they go they run in the post and get out of the post. Yeah. And I'm not sure that's not a good thing because yeah. I think you can get more people in foul trouble than than, than trying to get one person fouled out. That, uh, but that's 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 another way of thinking about it. I think. Yeah, no doubt. Um, anything else, Coach? Uh, does. Greg Byrne have a hard time of getting a, a established guy that's going to win the press conference as far as everybody's going to be excited about. Is he going to be able to land that guy? Uh, is it too difficult now to follow uh, the greatest coach in college football? I I don't care who they get to hire. He's going to have a tough time. He's, he's, <laughs> oh, yeah. you, 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 uh, you, you, you replace a guy like Saban and, and – they're going to look at everything you do for a long time. Ooh. Whoever takes it over has got to jump on a, jump on the wagon early and, and be good early. Of course, Alabama's, in my opinion, Alabama's always going to be good early, but he, it's not an easy job for whoever's taking it. 
He doesn't need to be able to read the papers or listen to the radio or TV. No, man. No, 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 no. Just sell your radio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Coach, we appreciate everything else. Uh, your, how's, how's your wife? Well, that's uh, we're, we're we're coming along, if if you know what I mean. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're having we're we're making some progress every mm-hmm. once in a while. Good. We appreciate you uh, being on. Did you get up to get to make your speech uh, up in Tennessee? No, I had to cancel it because of my wife and uh, Dale Harris made the speech for me. Oh, 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 Barry, Barry, yes. Barry. They have named, Dale Harris and Sonny Smith have had a court, the court named after McMilligan. Wow. Yeah, I meant to mention this last week. I forgot it. I talked to Dale about it, but uh, they 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 named the golf, the golf, they named the basketball court at Milligan where Dale, where, of course, he was a great player, Sonny was, and Dale Harris was a, a Hall of Fame coach. Coached everywhere. Oh, yeah. One of the great coaches in the history of basketball. Uh, played You're running. exactly right about that, too. And they, and they named they named the court after both of them, which was, uh, uh, I found that out. And, and I kicked my fanny last week because I knew it and, and forgot it. Yeah. And, uh, well, I was so, supposed to be up there today, and I called it off because I of uh, well, a number of things, and you know what they are. Well, are they going to just name one end after you? They're going to put your name on both ends. I, I want it on both ends. Dale, Dale wants his name to be bigger. We're 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 in negotiations right now. Well, that's great. I'm a better, I'm, spe- really, yeah, I'm a better I, speaker than Dale, but he's a, he's going to pray better than me. We'll all have yeah. to have prayer for it. Starts. Yeah, he's uh, he's. I, I talked to him about that some time ago, and and um, I'm congratulations to you. And all kidding well, aside, well, someday someday you ought to have him on and have him tell his story. Of yeah. how he got to where he is. Okay, I, I, I mean, you can that. go hunt every, anybody's story in the country, and it, and his his will match it from a standpoint of I'm how he had to that. grind it out and how low he had to start. I'm going to do that. Dale Harris is absolutely one of the great coaches in the history of basketball. He really I'll, is. He really is. I'll get him on here and get him to tell that story. That'll be great. No, yeah. We're starting some basketball stuff anyway. That'll be great. Thanks. Thank yeah. you, Coach. Yeah. Have a great weekend. Well, thanks for having me on, fellas. Uh, I, I look forward to it every I'm week. sorry you couldn't be there for your dedication. That's a shame. Yeah, a shame. yeah it, it actually bothered me because it was also in the town that I grew up to. And that, uh, I well, get a little criticism. Barry, La- Barry Lice, if I had known that, you couldn't get there. I would have driven you up there. Yeah, I don't think he, yeah, he thought he Well, I had, I had plenty of people driving. I was looking for something with, for a plane. with propellers. What, what he needed I wanted to, propellers. Yeah, you needed him to get you a plane, not drive. Yeah. Come on, Coach. Well, well, I got the plane, Barry, and the prices started at $600. That was a start. Oh, your dad would have paid that for you. Uh, and yeah. they didn't They didn't stop until they got well over 1000 Yeah, there you go. I'm, I'm surprised you could do that do yeah. that cheap. Yeah, that's a pretty good price. You that's a pretty that, good price. You that and gas. Yeah, uh, I got cho- I got so choked up I couldn't say yes <laughs> when they told me how much is that up there. That's a steal. Huh? That's a steal for a private plane or that, that, commercial. Is that a commercial flight? Yeah, well, 
I don't believe that was hundred we was talking about, Barry. Oh, six thousand, you said. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you said six hundred. You said six hundred. Yeah, 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 I always, yeah. always talked well, in the terms of what I got. Well, well, he, I flung, he flung math in three, in three stages. <laughs> oh, I did, I did. But that is the only true statement you ever said about me. Yeah, that's all right. Algebra one was the best three years of your life. Thank you, Soach. <laughs> Thank you. Congratulations. Congratulations. All right. all right. Johnny G, he's always active on our app. Uh, he says, the way y'all are talking, Saban has failed us with the transition. If this was a CEO transition, the stock would be tanking without knowing the new leader. The stock is tanking. Uh, you're right, Johnny G. All right, tell us about uh, Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. Prince Glover and Hayes, you have an accident, and it not, does not need to be an accident. It wasn't an accident. You got an injury. The injury is very costly to you. You don't know what to do about it. You need help. Prince Glover and Hayes are the people to visit with. Three four five one two three four. They have done a lot of good for a lot of people. They've been very successful throughout the Southeast. They know the law. They know the changes in the law. They'll talk to you on telephone about it. If you need to go further with it, you can go by seven hundred one Ricebine Road. Visit with them in person. I'll guarantee you. You will get some help. Three four five one two three four. Prince Glover and Hayes. PrinceLaw.net is the website. I always remember: if they don't win, you don't pay. Phone lines be open two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. You're listening to Tide one hundred point nine and twelve thirty a.m. WTVC, the home of Alabama sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. Tide one hundred point nine traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We have picked up a new accident in the northern part of Tuscaloosa County. This is going to be northbound Highway 69 near Sherman Bolton Road in Wyndham Springs. Accident there that's been working now for a little while, so you'll still find police on scene there. What you won't find, though, are any big 2059 problems. You're moving at posted speeds between Foster's and Cottondale. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. So, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Follow the Crimson Tide on their journey to another national championship. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. an example of something that when you say it took a little more out of you a little more grueling this year what's an example of something that happened in the season um you know i, I think that my role um was a little different this year um i was more involved with the defense had to be more involved with the defense uh, that took a little more time put a little more stress 
you know, on me, um, made me feel like maybe I wasn't doing as good a job as I needed to in other parts of our team. And um, I just have a high standard for how I do things. And if I can't, if I don't feel like I'm living up to that standard, I'm really disappointed. Why do you think you weren't living up to the standard? I mean, um, you, you won the SEC, you went to the playoff, played know, away but, from the national championship game. I, I know, but yeah, but we didn't get in the national championship game. And I felt like if I could have done a better job, you know, Michigan would have scored on the last drive to tie it up 2020 and would have had a better play to run on fourth and three at the three to, you know, have a chance to keep the overtime going. So um, I'm always more critical of myself than I ever am the people around me because I think I can control and influence all those things. But um, I guess that's I wasn't disappointed in the season. I wasn't disappointed in the team. I wasn't disappointed in the players. In fact, this team was fun to coach. It was a they came a long ways, uh, and I was really proud, you know, of the way everybody bought in and did what they did to have the success that we had. But at the same time, I felt like I could have done a better job um, if I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right, there's uh, some more from the uh, sit-down with uh, Reese Davis. Uh, Daddy talked about, uh, I don't know why he felt like he had to be more involved in the defense, but he did, uh, and so that took away from other areas. That's what I, when I talk about Hugh Freeze going to be the play caller, that's going to take away from a lot of areas. Uh, there, but that's something these football coaches battle. But he's a coach is a perfectionist, right? He wants to have his hand in everything, which is great. And, uh, you know, I think he didn't feel like he was able to do that because of what he was doing with the defense. Yeah, I think so. I think, he's, I think he was fine with I think he was so disappointed in that last game. Yeah, that uh, it just killed him. Had he had he won had he won the, the national championship, I think he'd still left. I think he'd still retired. Um, when do you think he made that decision uh, during the year? He, was he just thinking, "Man, I just uh, I just can't." Well, when do people what question I used you. To. Yeah, when people question you or says them to you, when you say something about him recruiting, he was re- he was recruiting uh, honestly um, because he had it in his mind to retire, but he hadn't made it up his mind. Right, and that was where he could come in and not tell a lie. And when they questioned him, uh, I'm sure he beat around the bush. But and that's what you have to do. Um, and if things go well, I'm going to be there. I'm, I'm not heading to side yet. I'm talking to Mr. Terry about it, all those kinds of things that you say. And uh, so, yes, he's recruiting because he wasn't sure what he's going to do. Secondly, he wa- he wanted he's one of these guys that wanted to leave the program in good shape. But he didn't want to leave there and then say, crap, no wonder he didn't, he didn't do it. They already have had a good recruiting number-wise. Now, the thing that's going to be scary for people it's a transfer portal from the coach's name. Yeah, where uh it's gonna be it's gonna be it's going to be regardless of what you say, they're gonna call in and say if he'd hired so and so they wouldn't have had that problem. But does that where you somebody was text me a minute ago, why would they I'll ask you, why would they give coach an office at Bryant Denny Stadium? Because I think uh he deserves to be in the neighborhood but not in the meetings. And they need it. They don't need him to completely leave because the people that come in there have questions to ask him about certain things. So is this just a yearly thing, like a year, or is this? Oh, I think he'll keep it as long as he feels like he needs it. And when he feels like he doesn't need it, drop out. There are people 
I don't know about a guy who's who's around and doing this and doing that loyalty and all. I can call Nick Saban and find out. Well, people would say, well, why don't you just put an office in his house? No. But he's got to get I, up and go somewhere, no, right? I think he's yeah. exactly right. It, yeah. At 720, uh, I don't know if he still had – I've called Cedric and uh, already. And um, we don't have Cedric on yet, but uh, I've called him. And um, Cedric's got on Cedric's, what's, what Cedric's going to be doing exactly. But uh, – He'll probably be working work, working with a new coach. That's one of the luxuries that Coach had uh, that he'd never had before. All the coaches that come in there have had that situation, and it's really, really good. And uh, so, do people understand? Uh, and we had somebody just send me. And I'm not, you know, the, they sent a flight plan. It's going to Rock Hill, South Carolina. Like they put these fake, <laughs> fake flight plans out there. Greg Byrne is very secretive. He loves to uh, to keep everybody at bay uh, as to what's going on. So if he has to, I'm not saying he's doing this, but if he has to uh, put out a smoke screen of what's not happening, I think he does that because he wants you know this thing done. And I think he does that for the for the coaches that he goes after as well. Some people don't want to know that that they were talked to, you know, just because it might make their fan base mad or, or whatever. Well, so, um, I don't, I don't see he, that. Uh, he, there's a defensive assistant, uh, shooting my way, his name is a really good, uh, uh, that, you know, was one of the system. I, I think he'll hire more so an offensive guy. Um, not, I, I know the personality and the kind of guy I got all that, all the, all the, adjectives that go with the guy. I think he would like to hire somebody uh, that uh, that as you look at it, you think about him as as a recruit, as an offensive person. Yeah, you get you have a new defensive guy you're going to hire, and that is going to be part of the athletic director okaying who you want to hire as when you come in, and you may bring the defensive guy with you if an offensive guy. Yeah, I just feel for these assistants. All right, uh, we'll take the break here. One quote I've never seen, I guess this is Coach Saban's. They're giving him credit for it. If you want to make everyone happy, don't be a leader, sell ice cream. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's home about, I like that, home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the towns of Nissan Traffic Center. We have picked up a new accident in the northern part of Tuscaloosa County. This is going to be northbound Highway 69 near Sherman Bolton Road in Wyndham Springs. Accident there that's been working now for a little while, so you'll still find police on scene there. What you won't find, though, are any big 2059 problems. You're moving at posted speeds between Foster's and Cottondale. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Go inside the Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show. Hey, everybody, it's Gary Harris. Coming up Friday on the TGIF edition of the Gary Harris Show, man, are we going to be jam-packed. We're going to keep you up to date on what's the latest in a search for a new head football coach to replace Nick Saban at the University of Alabama, plus Adam Mean from Fox Sports and the Auburn Report with Brett Pritchard. We'll get the Auburn perspective on Nick Saban retiring. All that and more Friday morning at 9 a.m. on the Gary Harris Show. Catch the Gary Harris Show Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly cloudy and windy today. Showers and thunderstorms this morning. The storms could be strong to severe. The high 64. Clearing and much colder tonight. The low 28. For tomorrow and Sunday, the sky partially sunny both days. Highs between 44 and 47. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 57 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to the Inside the Locker Room. Uh, Gary and I were just talking, and you know what Dad said. You said about Steve Sarkeesian uh, signing his new contract. There's a lot of people think that's who Coach really wanted to replace. But I think Steve Sarkeesian's even smart enough to know that. Man, I ain't coming in there following that. I got this thing going here. These people love me, uh, so I don't know. We'll see. Do you think we'll have an uh, answer by uh, Sunday? Whether whether we have the will we know who the new coach is going to be. No. Not by Sunday? No. Really? So the 72-hour thing is not going to happen. I think you run into more roadblocks than people think. You do. And uh, You You hit it. You do. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's it for today's show. We'll get out of here and make way for the Gary Harris Show. So keep it locked in as soon as something happens weather-wise. They'll cut in on that if it's anything to talk about. And obviously, if anything happened coaching-wise, that'll be the first thing that we uh, that Gary and those guys cover. You listen to Tide 100.9. Is he home of Alabama Sports?